Um, what's your What's your phrase for the for the day? Uh, do you want to know my phrase? I thought of it today. It was, yeah. it was a, a bit of a a nice little. Um, it felt good. Man. Okay. It felt oh. good. Just you know, something just popped up, and I was like, I think I'll use that. So uh, my phrase of the day is scumbag dodo. And we'll yeah. have more of that later. But first. All right. Oh. Three to one go. Okay, just kidding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to. I'll do it nicely for you. I'll be okay. like three, two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we cool. go. There's a from, bit of lag, and yeah, obviously I'm not going to be right on cue because, you know, we haven't, like, sort of achieved symbiosis yet, but we'll get there. We were pretty close we'll last time. We'll figure it out. You were, you were just talking about that. We were, yeah. we were talking about this, We were actually. real close. Um, uh, better, better than last uh, week. Uh, we were way out. What's your... Um, I think everything uh, is better than last week, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Um, we have pressing issues. We do have pressing a lot of pressing issues. issues. We yeah. have pressing issues. We have pressing real life issues. We have just a lot of issues and they're pressing. And they on are us. surging towards us. They are. The mm. pressure is tough. It is. We are underneath the bedrock of this calamitous. Not only pressing, but depressing. depressing. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. 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 It would be hilarious if. If it wasn't, you know, true. Yeah. Oh, I mean, is. I thought it was still a little bit. All right. Well, so it's fine. It's, it's cool. It's like, fine. I wanted to start with Halloween, but I don't really want to because we kind of already have a Halloween wanna... coming in the fact that apparently the world's going to end in like 12 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, Consider, yeah. like, yeah, well, it's going fine. to start its downward spiral in a little more than a decade, according to that UN climate change report. Look. I mean, I reckon that it already kind of started downward spiraling in 2016. Like, that was the real end, so... But legitimately I mean, downward spiraling, like... Yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm just... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I read that. I had a panic attack. It was fun. It was cool. <laughs> How many panic attacks chill. were induced from that, from, that, uh, from that report coming out? Like, I mean, I feel like I have one almost every single day anyway, so it probably didn't mean that much in my schedule but you know a lot of other people don't you normally have those panic attacks so. yeah you know what i um yeah you know what i thought it was like it was like that episode of the simpsons where homer um has that big uh pig like on the on the spit and um and then lisa comes by and knocks it down and it goes you know they uh, Homer and Bart chase after it, and then you know he's like, "It's a little dirty. It's just still good. It's still good. It's just a little slimy. It's still good. It's still good." And then it's just a little <laughs> airborne. It's still good. It's still good. And the Bart goes, "It's gone." I know. So, what? So in this analogy, Homer and Homer is us, like humanity, or like the people who are kind of like slightly optimistic that maybe this is just like. It's still somehow going to work out for us, and not not that they're denying it or like they say it's a hoax, but just like maybe it'll work out, and we're, we're not going to have like this like what did it say? There was this weird thing where it like in the it said uh, in the uh, in the what's it called the report 
saying that if they didn't, there'd be like this huge, like, this, you know, destructive effect on society and the climate. And yeah, it sort of, definitely will be. There. Yeah. And so the pig is earth in that. Oh, well, yes. Are you like, breaking it down for me or the listeners? Well, the listeners, I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, unless you needed it to be broken down. No, no, no you, yeah. I'm that's I'm that's basically I... the the moment I saw that report. That's exactly what I thought of. Because yeah. that's exactly like that's where we're at. We we are going to be as optimistic and kind of like ignorant as possible, but it's kind of almost gone, and it just needs that. Like you said before, a bit of pressure, and it's just going to explode and disappear. And Mm, that'll be it. Well, at least everyone will stop asking me to have kids. Yeah. I mean, how can you... It's a very existential thing now. It's like, we actually might not last till the, you know, three World Cups from now. Like, that's it. Like, he can't put, like, a bid in. Because there's just I feel like things aren't going to work out. Y- y- by your voice, I feel like your panic attack has not left you. No, it's set in like mid-afternoon. Oh, yeah? That okay. realization that, holy shit, like, this is actually real. Hmm. But I don't know how... Because it's still not, um... It's still not, like, tangibly real. You know, like I look outside and it's a nice, lovely day. And there really hasn't been like any extreme weather around my parts. I haven't been subject to extreme weather. I've seen it. I mean, Florida just got smacked by a huge hurricane, like, you know, in the last 24 hours. And we've got a massive drought here. But it's still like it's it's still detached from a lot of people's actual reality. And the sad thing is, is I don't think this report is going to do anything to to waver that yeah um or maybe i'm wrong i don't know if well i mean i don't know that necessarily us talking about it is going to do too much but um if you're listening to this uh so i could i could do two things here i could do the thing where you're like you know everyone makes a difference individual choices make a difference and that's partly true and i mean i could direct you to so many eco-friendly living tips right now but ultimately i think i think we all know that like you should be choosing correctly but you have to you have to vote you have to vote with your dollar you have to you know yeah actually vote uh you have to do things because ultimately it's not you it's not me it's not what a single person you know it's the corporations that are doing this it's the giant corporations that own everything that are like you know i think money's pretty rad and the rest of us are like i don't know what you're doing but stop um yeah i i could pull out so many I'm not even going to do it. Like, I could pull out so many, like, facts for you right now about, you know, climate change and how I've kind of already known that this is coming. So I guess, like, it's a lot of people are panicking. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I got a panic attack. But, like, it's always been in the back of my mind. I've always known it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's not new to me at all. I We've already discussed in my classes, like, the worst possible things that could happen. And they're pretty horrible. So if you want to help this, like, if you actually want to 
do something about it, then you need to get involved. Like this is not a partisan issue in any country. It shouldn't be. Guess what? We all live on earth. Like we're all going um, to get affected by it. Yeah. Even if you don't think you will, like even if you don't necessarily see your part of the world getting affected by the different weather patterns and everything, it will be because the weather patterns in different countries are going to affect so many people. You know, we've already seen the beginning of it. You know, a lot of the wars in the Middle East were in part brought around by climate change because there's just no water, there's no crops, there's, you know, there's just shortages of things. And that leads to war, that leads to people having to flee their homeland, that leads to like a lot of the problems that people see as problems. And they're like, oh, wow, what, what a tiny speck of inconvenience for me. But like, it's gonna get more and more common, you know, like, oh, no, there's a hurricane. Wow, it's really big. Yeah, that's gonna happen like five times a year now. They used to happen only once a century. And yeah, will the earth pull through like by itself? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't stop it, there's going to be like a sixth great extinction, um, which has already begun, of course. Uh, I don't know. It's just, yes, the planet itself is probably going to survive, but uh, you don't really know what that's going to do to every single living thing on it. Um, not that like it's going to explode or anything, but yeah, you know, humans may not. Yeah, like in bad. a million years, things might be, much better or 10,000 like you know over a longer period of time things will revert but we won't be even if we do even if we don't go extinct we're not going to be where we are right now not even close no no and so if you like where we are right now then yeah, by all means like i it's funny like what i'm saying it sounds like a crazy person you know like the sense of this is actually going to happen. Like the world might actually fall apart. Like society might c- crumble because of a 1.5 degree increase in global warming. I mean, in, in, our, in the global climate. But it's not. And that's probably the, the scariest thing is that it sounds insane, but it's not at all. It's very, very... Like... um. Because they said within 20 years uh, or 22 years, it's going to be irreversible. Yeah. And um, that's like, I'm going to be 50. Like, I'm still going to be like a person that does things at that age. And that's just very sobering and, um, and disturbing. And I don't. You know, I, I thought about this, if, like, in every, you know, in a number of possible ways of, like, what, what, what's, what can an individual do? You know, can, how, how do they affect some kind of change? And it's not exactly the individual. It needs to be, like, a, it needs to be a concerted effort to, you know, figure out how to change it. And look, maybe it is, like, you know, you guys have your voting happening in less than a month, so maybe it November starts there. November 6th, please get registered. Some states have already closed for registry. Do the thing. Like, it's not Do a... It. It's just not... Look, I don't know. I, I may have mentioned this, or I've, I think I may have chatted to this, chatted with somebody about this, but part of me kind of feels like this probably needs to happen in the worst possible way. 
you know, like people don't believe it. You know, people who say it's a hoax and, you know, it's made up by these people and it's made up by those people. I think it just needs to happen. And I know that's a terrible thing to say, but just because I don't know what else to do. Maybe, maybe if it starts to happen, um, it, it might, it might not be reversible, but maybe we enact more things to survive and it doesn't turn out great, but at least maybe, I, I don't know. Like it's just, I'm, that's like the worst case scenario. <laughs> I'm thinking it, it just doesn't seem like there's a way to sort of get around it because if, you know, your administration isn't going to be like helpful in making it work then and i guess the other big polluters like i guess we are a big polluter as well and china and india and and all those sort of nations and what chance do we actually have to reverse things in just over a decade well okay the thing is i mean i was talking with people about this too um so yeah a lot of the you know the up-and-coming countries and the already established countries that are like really industrial yeah um there's huge polluters like obviously australia the u.s some of the biggest ones mm. china and india are actually investing in a lot of green technology right now okay. because they know it's going to be profitable so like if you'd see yeah. nothing else look at the profit like they're doing it and they're going i mean they're going to stop i guess eventually um well i was talking with doug about this and I don't know if it's going to be enough, but they will stop accepting coal from places like Australia. They will stop accepting coal from places like the U.S. They'll stop accepting the things they don't need because they found a more convenient way to do it. And yeah. that convenient way happens to be the the eco-friendly way. Um, okay. So I reckon they're – I mean, there's no way that they could probably force every single person to – you know, every single country to do – to go green, but no. economy can play a large part in that, you know, like what people need versus what you're trying to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if nothing else, I mean, the up and coming countries, like the ones that are, their industry is taking off and, you know, they're thinking ahead. They're not just looking at the money now. They're actually like looking ahead. And while I don't love that they're doing it for the money, you know, and maybe not every single person is doing it for the money, but yeah. like, you know, as, as I don't love that you'd have to make people do something for the money, but if that's what's going to work, like, oh, by yeah. all means do it. Yeah. I wouldn't even, yeah, I wouldn't even care if, if, if they, if they thought this is going to be the most profitable thing we ever do in our lives, do it. If yeah, it saves it. <laughs> you know, billions of people and civilization itself, probably a good idea. Don't care if it's going to make you a lot of money. <laughs> That's totally fine. So what it was, the the rates that they said was, at current rates, they said 1.5 degrees Celsius would be breached as early as 2040. And 2 degrees Celsius would be breached in the 2060s. And if that happens, uh, temperatures over many land regions would increase by double that amount. And with that 2 degrees Celsius increase, uh, the world would risk hitting a lot of tipping points which means that there'd be a lot of uncontrollable temperatures. And oh yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, do you want uh, do you want water world cuz that's how you get water world? Yeah. That's Just kidding. Like, you won't have I mean you're not going to lose all the land in the like, No, okay, no. Let's be real. So you won't lose all your Okay. Maybe maybe this is this is probably a good thing. Yeah. So, people who are panicking right now, bad things that could happen. Yes, there will be a shoreline change, but you know what? 
that does happen every now and then yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's just that you're causing it this time. So it's yeah. a little bit faster than it normally happens, yes. which means a lot of species will die out. Um, if you're worried about if you're worried about climbing temperatures, you should be well, obviously well, I mean Australia's in the summer is already really bad. But yeah. um But we've always been probably pretty bad. Yeah. It's just the I guess it's just the um the volatility is gonna be a lot worse. So it's not so much that like from from what from what I've seen it, it's not so much that everything's just gonna get hotter, it's just that everything's gonna be, get be a lot more extreme and volatile. You know? Yeah. And and then different parts of the world are gonna have weather that they've never had before, which is gonna wreak havoc because they've never been prepared for it. And that's what we're yeah, kind um, of seeing. And more than that, um, I guess specifically with the rising temperatures, um, you will lose a lot of land ice, if not maybe yeah. all of it, if stuff got really bad, which, I mean, yeah, that's where your sea level rise comes in and and the shoreline change. But that's also where you find things in the permafrost that maybe you didn't really want to find. So you know how layers of layers of layers of ice make up a lot of the north and south pole area, yeah. you know, like Canada, Alaska. Um, so this, you know, you've got the ground and it's it's very, very frozen <laughs> as it should be. Yes. Um, and in this ground is stuff that has not lived for millions of years. But some of this stuff is bacteria. Some of this stuff is viruses. And that's what a lot of doctors are worried about is we've never seen these things. While we're trying to fight our volatile temperatures, are we also going to have to fight viruses that have been frozen but then decided hey this is a really good time to get out and get moving yeah um so i think that's what a lot of people are also worried about that that's like a legit concern that's a, you yeah can have. yeah that's, you that's know, if you're gonna freak top. out about something do that because <laughs> we we've seen what a, a um, epidemic and a pandemic can do it screws us over so if yeah. we have things that haven't been around for millions of years or thousands of years we're going to have a bad time you can have a really bad time, yeah. but you know, vaccines, oh, they're so terrible. I'm kidding. Vaccinate your children. <laughs> they're actually going to. <laughs> please, for the love of uh, God, don't have any other children. We don't need that. But uh, <laughs> okay, so this is, I'm going through like their headline statements because I don't really want to read the the whole thing right now because it's just. That's fine. But That's a lot. It's a lot to read the whole thing. It's a lot to read. Um, and I kind of like that they've got these headline statements that that are like, okay, so for the people who, like me, aren't going to read the whole thing straight away, this is what is the thing. So, um, some of, like, one of it is understanding global warming of 1.5 degrees. Uh, they said, and I sort of got like a confidence meter as well. So, warming from anthropogenic emissions from the pre-industrial period to the present will persist for centuries to millennia and will continue to cause further long-term changes in the climate system, such as everything that we said. And that's a high-confidence thing. But they said that these emissions alone aren't unlikely to cause global warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius. Uh, But, so that's not from us. Uh, Then climate-related risks for natural and human systems are higher for global warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius than at present, but lower than at two degrees Celsius, which is a high confidence thing. Uh, these risks yeah. depend on the magnitude and rate of warming, geographic location, level of development and vulnerability, and all that sort of stuff that we said before. And that's another high confidence thing. So basically what they're saying is 
kind of what everyone's been saying is like, if we don't act now, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, um, other things as well as uh, like the mean temperatures of everything are going to um, obviously increase like a high confidence there, hot extremes in the most inhabited regions, which is not great for pretty much the entire planet. Uh, and, you know, yeah, probability of drought and huge sort of rainfalls are just like going to be big in what some regions and um sorry so it's so like high probability of drought in some regions and high probability of like lots and lots of rain in other regions so that's what it's going to be like and i think that's sort of one of the things that people need to understand is that it's not going to be just like a desert it's just going to be extreme weather which is not great <laughs> Yeah, we're not going into Mad Max. Here. No, no. Let's, let's everyone put down the pitchforks and the machetes real quick. Yes. No one's turning into a zombie. Not yet. <laughs> um, but there are, yeah, there are going to be a lot of weather extremes, which we've already started experiencing. Um, I mean, and it, it will go on for a while because, like, as you said, it's it's going to kind of build on itself, and that's called the snowball effect. And it's mm. it's just because as you warm the temperature or as you have more oh okay i i can't break it down that much but um yeah. basically um there's little particles in the atmosphere um and they're made up of a whole bunch of different things but some of them trap heat and that's a, like a lot of the carbon yeah trap heat from yeah. the sun trap the sun's radiation warm it up a little bit but as you release more and more carbon it's gonna trap more heat and then the heat in turn you know that causes other things and like there's a whole bunch of oh we listed like at least five different things that yeah. as you keep going it just gets more and more and more and basically yeah it's like you start a tiny snowball you roll it down a hill it's basically like a giant house by the end of it yeah um yeah so it it does so I, I guess when people are kind of defensive about, oh, we started this, you know, they don't realize that what you started can have a bigger effect, even if you didn't mean it to. Yes, um, they get yeah. really defensive. A lot of people I've talked to get really defensive. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not really, I guess it's not reflecting on you as a person. It's just reflecting on us as a society. Like we have these great things, but surely we're smart enough to figure out alternative ways to have these really cool things. Yeah, and there are a lot of different, like, yeah. you know, it, I, I can understand that. It, I don't know if, how difficult it is to, like, transfer, like, a huge energy grid from one energy system to another energy system. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understand that that would be extremely difficult to do, and it might take a long time, but it needs to happen because, I mean, I, I'm reading through, like, this... Um, on the ABC News sort of side, they've got a few things. And so one of the, this one expert said that like, you'd have to have a drop to, of coal usage to zero to 2% within like the next decade. So. That seems pretty doable. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, in my mind, you know, just, I, I just, I, if everyone was in it together, it yeah. seems very doable because it's not like we actually need coal anymore. It's it's like no, it's it's such an outdated form. And even, I mean, even some of the things that we brought in to replace coal are now becoming outdated because we just need to keep researching. Like we keep finding this awesome stuff, yeah. And 
to be honest, like if we just funded that research a little bit more, but I, I understand that the people who run these things don't want us to change. So actually, you know what I said before, if you're an individual, you can't make that much of an impact. If you happen to be the individual that runs a freaking coal mine, yeah. you can make an impact. <laughs> yes, a huge impact. Not that they'd be listening, but uh, yeah, if you happen to be one of those really powerful individuals who are like, hey, I happen to own a whole you know, a coal mine, an oil industry, like one of these industries that really needs to yeah. change. It's your time to shine, to be honest. Like if you are the savior by like switching to green energy, yeah. do you know how many people are going to buy your stuff? Be like, oh my gosh, like how yeah. amazing is that, that they paved the way for us? Like this is a whole new area it's, that we've never even seen before. Yeah, exactly. Like you can tap into a market that's just waiting to be sort of, I guess, uh, um, waiting to be sort of tapped i guess discovered yeah (laughs) discovered yeah well like it's 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 kind of discovered but you know we can make so many better things like we've got i feel we've got a very rudimentary grasp on on a lot of environmentally friendly energy but like we can make it better because you know you know even people with solar panels are like these aren't the greatest um you know sometimes you know you don't get sun or like it's it drops some of the energy as it goes in. Like we can, we can always be working towards a better kind of power, I guess. Yeah, um, exactly. Like it's just, I, I think to sort of make it easier for people to understand it. So I'm just reading, like I've got an article up by the New York times shout out to the New York times. Uh, it's not behind, <laughs> it's not behind a paywall either. So I've got my, I've, I think I've used up my three, I haven't used up my three free articles a month. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, okay, so what it says is that... Oh, oh. who was that? Awkward. Uh, that's that's a thing that my phone did. Yeah. It was like, hey, drink water. And I was like, oh, that's awkward. Well, it's, it's smart. See, again, technology actually helps. You know? Just imagine <laughs> if you, like, focused... Okay, so what it says, the next 10 years are absolutely crucial. Emissions will have to be on a sharp downward path by 2030 for any hope of success. So I guess that's sort of one of the things is that like things don't have to be cut off by 2030. It's just that we need to be on a downward path. We need to be on, we need to be going, we need to be slowing it down and reducing it by that point. Not, not simply kind of, yeah, not, not just slowing it down. We need it to be reducing. And then uh, greenhouse gases must be cut uh, nearly in half from 2010 levels. Renewable energy Sources must increase from about 20% of the electricity mix today, which I thought was pretty high, which is a good thing, I guess, to as much as 67%. And the use of coal obviously would need to be phased out, vanishing almost entirely by the mid-century. So, again, like, I've never been like someone who's very political about things. I I I try to understand things from different areas. But this isn't even political. It's like, I don't, like, it doesn't matter if, if you think we're, if you think the report is right or or a hoax, it's going to happen anyway. So either well, <laughs> what should happen, or just do something about it. And unfortunately, like you know, you could use coal in different way. Like it, I don't know. Make maybe there's a different way to use coal that's not as sort of uh, predominant either. You know what I mean? Like. It's just, it just, like, just imagine, and it's even weird things like this, like, what if everything that was used to to mine coal was, like, based on renewable energy? 
even that actually sounds like a better idea than what they're doing now. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, I try to An find idea a- for using coal is um, giving it to all the bad children, which include the CEOs who run the coal industry. Yeah. So well, they love it so much. Good. Maybe yeah. they can just go to Christmas. go to sleep with it. There you go. War on Christmas solved. God. Okay. So that, that's what's happening now as well. There you go. Do you? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How optimistic are you that, um, you know, by 2030, um, we, we, we might be sort of like going on that downward slope and um, like, you know, we, we might actually succeed in, in having those emissions reduced or on its way? To be honest, I've, I may sound really like realistic and I am actually very realistic. And when people see, okay, I'm, I'm realistic in a different way because I am not all butterflies and rainbows and this is going to be amazing yeah but i'm like well it can happen but you need to put the work in you can't yeah. just say oh we need to do this and then post about it on social media um you know this podcast hopefully it gets out and it reaches people yeah. otherwise we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have some hard conversations so like that's yeah exactly that's some of the work that you can put in i guess as um even if you're not you know you don't have to go door to door you don't have to like picket for people like if that's not your thing you can just have hard conversations with people that you know because i guarantee you know one person exactly who doesn't actually care um yeah so i think if we can just once again education is really important because that's how this whole thing is going to go down you know like the the, the more you're yeah. educated about it the more you'll know about it the less you'll panic but the more you'll like buckle down and do things like the last thing that we need is half the people panicking and the other half just taking advantage of that and continuing to do what they're doing. So like exactly. when I, I'd be I'd be lying to you if I said I'm not scared of the articles, but I wanna be level headed enough that, you know, like we have time. It's not like they said by tomorrow everything has to be cut. Like they've given us warnings. Yeah. And we've we have moved that way a really long time since the seventies when when the US started sort of introducing their environmental laws. And that was I I only say the US because I think that was one of like one of the first environmental laws that sort of we had. Yeah. That we and their agency kind of was happening. Started out yeah. there, yeah. And I know, obviously, as a U.S. person, we've taken a couple steps back. Yeah. That doesn't mean everyone else has to. No. And we have to catch up if we want to even stay relevant. So Exactly. Like, I, I think we can do it. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I think we can do it. You can't. It's not like a uni assignment that you can sort of do the night before either. Like, you have to kind of start it <laughs> early to make yes, it. Yes, please no procrastinating. No procrastinating. Um, it's not going to... No procrastinating. Yeah. Like, if you want to shift over an entire electrical grid, it's totally possible. But yeah, you probably do need about five to ten years to even build the dam. Exactly <laughs> right. You know, like, it's uh, just... Yeah. Although, that being said, um, Elon Musk did his... Like, he did the whole battery electricity thing for uh, South Australia. Um, and he did yeah, that in like yeah. a year or two. And apparently to their surprise, they started to get a lot of, um, it's like working very well and they actually got some revenue out of it. Um, and, um, the savings were a lot better than they, like they, they didn't, it's not, uh, it's not as expensive as I thought it would be to run it. So that's exactly, I mean, the it's thing. there, oh. like, it's like the rich guy did it. And, uh, rich guy did it. And, I'm looking at all those other rich guys now. I mean, come on, Bill Gates and 
Jeff Bezos and uh, is it Tim Cook? Yeah, uh, probably the Google guys. Oh yeah, uh, whoever runs um, Netflix. It's just, it's it's amazing Disney. because you know why no one really wants to change over is because at first it does cost more, but yeah. when you look at the graphs and you look at the prices of electricity and everything everything goes down. It's so much yes. less. And I guess maybe that's one of the reasons why they don't want it is yeah. because you pay less for electricity. But at the same time, I think it's, I honestly think it would be less of an upkeep. So like, even if the government was like, oh, we'll lose our electricity taxes, you know, some of that, but you'll be paying less overall because you won't need to upkeep it as much. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, the it's, money's the money's going to be saved uh, or, I guess, saved or made in other areas because of that. Yeah, exactly. And like, you can you can do so much more with it. Yeah, yeah, thing. much more flexible with it. And I don't know if they are, una- like, people who are sort of against it or hesitant or resistant to it are unaware of that or they simply just don't care. Uh, but it's – there's just a lot of positives to it, you know? Like, it's – I don't know. Oh, yeah. And look, maybe this is assuming too much like about them, but I, I just sometimes I feel like maybe people who are resistant to, you know, this whole climate change catastrophe that's about to happen and, and you know, what renewable energy can do, I kind of feel like maybe they think it's very, like, hippie-ish, you know, in a very sort of old <laughs> maybe, adage. Maybe. Like, I think they kind of sense that it's just this sort of, weird flower power thing that you can't like like it runs on sunshine well actually like it does but like rainbows as well like yeah (laughs) you know that kind of weird because it started a lot in the 70s and and um which was like a i guess an echo from the the hippie cult like the counterculture in the 60s I, i just have this feeling that like a lot of that like those elements are kind of tied into people's perception of it I, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it just seems like Although this. I, I don't know. I'd like to add, though, if anyone does figure out how to run something on rainbow power alone, like, tell me, because I want my house powered on that. But anyway, yeah. um, Wouldn't you're, that prob- you're probably onto something there. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. Like, it just, it seems like there's a sense of, uh, it's this, you know, this counterculture movement, and it's, it's still a holdover from that, and you know, because a lot of them, you know, and a lot of people who run these companies uh, or make a lot of money from these companies, you know, tend to be older, you know, people, uh, and they would <laughs> definitely have uh, you old, you old man. I'm kidding. But I, I don't know. There, there's something there that I think is again like a, a an optics thing that people again can't seem to shake out of you know and and that's not just even with climate change and renewable energy like that's with like a lot of different things that people are still like against so yeah it it's funny because like change yeah change is scary change is scary but (laughs) i mean the change that might happen is even scarier so (laughs) you know that's that's there i also wanted to talk about speaking of like you know what you guys are doing in the u.s and or you aren't doing in terms of climate change. So I read an article that, um, because obviously Brett Kavanaugh got confirmed as the uh, Supreme Court judge, and I kind of actually wanted to ask you how you felt about that after it all went down. 
Uh, I mean, you probably don't even have to ask, really. Well, yeah, I know. Like, I, I sort of had a feeling. <laughs> I think I think we all know how I feel yeah. about that. Um, but it's it's funny to me. Okay, so you mentioned before that you never used to be really political, but like that, you know, the climate change and everything is important. But it just seems to me that every single political issue that I'm running into nowadays is literally just, are you a decent person? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this? How is this a partisan issue anymore? Like. <laughs> If, I like I'm sorry, like if you live on a planet, you should want to save the planet. Like if if you are a person who's supposed to be making decisions yeah. about potentially protecting other people, you shouldn't be assaulting people. Like I don't know how no. that's a hard concept. I know, exactly. Um, <laughs> like I that understand. you have to laugh or you'll cry. Seriously. Yeah. Like I, I just I I can't um Yeah, it's not even yeah, it's not political. It's just don't be a, a a jerk and then yeah, and then okay much. so what i was thinking was like because I, I um i listened to the 538 podcast and they sort of did a few sort of like reactions and kind of analysis on it and just this idea that like politically that was a bright way for him to go about how he did everything uh but morally like it's like if he if he had um come out and been sort of if he accepted it he wouldn't have been supreme court judge if he if he uh, owned up to it in a very kind of like uh, decent humble way, uh, it wouldn't have, you know, he wouldn't have gone any further than that. But at the same time, people would have been like, "Oh, okay, so here's someone who's taking responsibility for his actions and um, maybe learning to be a better person." But that that didn't happen. No, I think, see, I think the thing is he, he would have actually been more supported if he had done that because I, I don't want to look, like, I don't want to hold something against someone else forever. I mean, even, even terrible people can change. They can, they can, you know, make up for their mistakes and. Except for Hitler. I guess. He couldn't really make up for his mistakes. Well, yeah, fuck him. Um, but like, you know, like he, he never tried though. The thing is like. Should we hold it against them all their lives if they have really changed? But, um, yeah, I, I guess it, it, to be honest, he would have gotten it either way. It didn't seem to matter to the people who were supposed to represent us, um, which yeah. is becoming quite a common thing is that people like senators are voting against <coughs> what their constituents want. Yeah. Um, I could tell you in Wisconsin, we have a person, a representative of the lower house of Congress that uh, we've had. Uh, so one of my my old guidance school, or my my old high school guidance counselor, um, helps run some groups, and she's very active politically, and she's you know such a nice person, and she's she's helped organize meetings for him to come and talk to the people and see what they want. Yeah, you know, and just not nothing even like not that we're gonna yell at him or anything. We're just gonna discuss. Hey, you know what? How have you voted lately? Like how. Should you be voting? How can we reach an agreement kind of here? Because he's supposed to vote for what the majority of people want, and he has not showed up to a single one. Um, that's so a, that's, that's a bit of a shame, yeah. Yeah, um, but I, I don't think it's just, you know, I don't think it's just Wisconsin. I think it's kind of everywhere that a lot yeah. of, and I won't lie to you, um, the person in Wisconsin who hasn't shown up to a single meeting happens to be Republican. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's just them, um, but I 
I do see a trend there. Like, well, and, because it's yeah. also the sense of you know you, you you're trying to like appease your party as well, and then also the people who voted you in. You know, you might be on a slim majority, and do you sort of do you kind of flip and? you know, to try to get the lay of the land and think, okay, so maybe I won't back these policies or, or back these people and go towards a more moderate uh, kind of end of the political scale? Or do you sort of double down and go even further to the right and, and further into what the Republican Party are doing? You know, and I guess most Republicans who are in the Senate or in the in the House are tending to lean towards the more extreme side of things. Not because they even believe it, just because they think it's going to save their political career if they continue to do that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's not even just that. It's it's also that uh, they kind of are under pressure from who paid for their campaigns. Yeah, exactly. I won't lie to you. <laughs> we all know that they're bought and paid for. They're in someone's pocket. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's not a hush-hush situation anymore. I think no. we could all trace back those dollars to see who exactly cough NRA cough uh, owns different people. What I'll call Are you that. saying that the NRA <laughs> are somehow influence voting decisions and uh, uh, what? attack Never. ads? Oh my God. Oh my God. Is, how, how would you? I can't even, I'm, I'm going to have to take a moment to just process this information. <laughs> I can't deal with this right now. Wow. It's, this is more than the climate change, isn't it? God damn it. What a shock. It's, what a shock. Yeah. I mean, at least the guns will be okay when, when you this know, the climate. podcast is sponsored by God. the tears the, of the NRA. The t- <laughs> I mean, if only. If only. <laughs> it, it would be. Yeah. Like, once it went through, like, once the, um, once the hearings ended, I was like, oh, he's going to go through it. I just, I yeah. kind of just wondered, like, you know, like I was thinking of you and, and like other sort of, I don't really have any other American friends, sort of like specifically. Oh, yeah. Just me. Yeah. Just me. Just then. you. But like, just, I, I was sort of wondering about like, you know, people who are sort of lean kind of left or not even left, just who are just like, well, maybe that's not a cool thing to do to like assault people and be sort of belligerent about it. Uh, you know, the person yeah, who's going like, to like, like normal you know, person. decide a lot of, <laughs> you know, policy issues that for the country for the next you know few decades and i, I kind of just thought like once it ended and sort of tapered off and you think and you just you know there was you know the news and reports came in that you know it looks like he's gonna be confirmed and this the the senators who were kind of leaning one way are inevitably gonna lean the other way and i kind of just thought like man like the exhaustion the the this uh, the exhaustion of the soul and the exhaustion of the mind to sort of, you know, really kind of like be not angry about it, but be kind of like um, proactive and and getting out there and protesting and kind of all these things that you, so so that this thing doesn't happen and you can kind of look for more positive change again, just doesn't work out and. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, it, uh, you know, and it's a bit of a blow, I guess, because, you know, you, to sort of have that happen again. So, you know, and this ties into the climate changes. 
the only way it can work out is if you guys all go out and vote. You know, that's it. Yeah. That's the only way to go about it. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I, because leading on to that, I also saw an article about um, there was a voter surge, like a big discernible spike after Taylor Swift yeah. went went political. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's okay, got 116 million. Yeah. Seriously. 116 million followers. Um, I mean, that's a lot. I don't know how many are bots and how many are not of voting age, but like if you're getting a hefty amount from there, that's a big that's a big surge, you know, I, it like to, for, for the needle to move that much from one person, I, I don't know how much, yeah, like, I don't know how much that changes things like once November comes around, but maybe there's something to that. You know what I mean? Like there's so many like yeah, celebrities, like celebrities yeah. Getting involved. but yeah. the celebrities already getting involved. Like my Twitter page is just rife with celebrities sort of, you know, saying like, <laughs> you know, get out there and vote and register to vote. And, you know, they've got millions of followers and all that sort of stuff, but nothing like Taylor Swift. She's kind of worshipped. You know what I mean? She's in the game now, man. She's in she's the game. In the freaking she, game. Th- she threw down. She threw down heavily. I can't. Mm. Yeah. And that's, and that's sort of, uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of what, what happens from there on in because, uh, yeah, if she gets behind somebody again and look at the same time, like, I don't know if I want a celebrity to be, to have that much power, but at the same time, like we were saying about the climate change thing. And if they're doing it just to make money, that's fine because then they're going to save the world anyway. If, if a celebrity endorsement means that more people go out and vote in a good way, then that's perfectly fine. Like you're going to take your win however you get it. (laughs) Um, It feels like that. I mean, I'll be okay. I'll be honest. Like on Twitter, I actually don't follow celebrities unless they're political. (laughs) I, I, well, it just so happens that like all the ones that I like, happen to be like really I don't know, just really also active. really good people. Yeah, yeah. Really active people in their community. Like I I even found other ones that I was like, oh yeah, I really, I really liked them in this, but I never realized that they were a proponent for this charity or yeah, something. You know, like they're yeah. always they always do something and I, I can respect that because if yeah. you have that much sway, you should be using it for good. Like you should, you shouldn't just be sitting in your mansion lonely. You should be like going out and being like, "Hey, yeah. we're all in this together." Even though I'm a little bit richer than you. Yeah. I mean, you're not ob- like <laughs> they're not obligated. They're not obligated to, but no, but know, it's you, nice. You can. Nice. They have they and have I'm, more ability. I don't watch them for the drama. You know, I watch them for what kind of people they are. Yeah. So if if I like them, you know, it, it'll t- for me. If I like who they are as a person, I will see their work. For yes. me, if I don't like who they are as a person, I am far less likely to see their work. Right. Um, because, yeah, like, it's just, it doesn't, it's not for everyone. It's obviously, like, when do you separate the art from the artist? But at the same time, it helps me. <laughs> so yeah, it's exactly. I, I think it's nice to sort of have that there. Like, they're actually real people, kind of. But they just live on a different kind yeah. of plane of reality to us. Oh, well, wouldn't that be nice? But at the same time, they're going to be affected by a lot of different things. You know, like, 
Mm. Or some of them aren't, but at the same time, like it's, there's going to be a flow on effect at some point. And, and no matter how much you think you can sort of like be isolated in your ivory tower, that ivory tower is going to crumble at some point, at some point. Yeah. Also like ivory bad. So don't be in a freaking ivory tower. Yeah. I think that's the realization that a lot of people have yet to have is like, it doesn't really matter how long you last. It's just, it's going to end anyway for you. So <laughs> deal with it and just. Well, God, if this wasn't a happy podcast, I, know, I don't right? know what <laughs> Let's see. Let's make it even happier. Um, oh, boy. So just to. What, what are you bringing in? So um, just to sort of turn it to uh, Australian politics. Uh, oh, there was, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a um, religious freedom panel report that came out earlier this week. Um, I did see it, but tell me more about it. So, okay. So the key points uh, was, so there was a review into religious protections recommended. uh, uh, So the, the review recommended schools be able to discriminate on sexual orientation. uh, And they set it up after the same sex marriage debate, um, which was a bid to placate the opponents of the move. Uh, because it would say that they re- they were concerned that it was would restrict the ability of individuals to prote- to practice their religion, which I can understand because I guess some religions don't really uh, concur with same sex marriage, and so I can understand that. Um, but yeah, the, the that that was a big point that came out of it was the uh, turning away or, or discriminating people on the basis of their sexual orientation, gender identity, or relationship status should be made consistent around the country, uh, which I don't... Uh, that's... Yeah, I'm not I mean, really... that's, that's interesting. So, um, okay, first of all, I, I actually did... I, I just um, had this discussion with someone yesterday, yeah. and their point was, why would you want to be part of a religion that hates you anyway? Um, which is totally fair, but I feel like it's not, it's still not right. Obviously, like yeah. you should have the choice to go wherever you want um, because there can be a feeling of acceptance if you, you know, if you find a place that you really feel accepted, no matter who's there, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I guess, okay, I, have, I do have a question. Um, first of all, obviously, you know, my, my thoughts on this, like, yes. why are you trying to separate small children they're literally just trying to learn yes um but do your private schools do your religious schools get any funding from the government um i feel like they do i think they might let's okay let's google that because i feel like that's okay please do because i'd hate to be wrong about that but that just means if that's the case that means your government is literally okay with separating children based on who they love uh, and that isn't a great look for Australia, but hey, the U.S. isn't looking great either. So you know, um, I hear Italy's nice this time of year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if I can just get that, uh, if I can just get that Italian passport, I would be absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you you actually go. need to work on that. That's that'd be that'd be nice. Um, I'll work on Poland, and we can visit each other. Uh, so. So 12.8% of government funding goes to private schools. Uh, it doesn't say oh, specifically. That's a bummer. Well, yeah, but then... Oh, sorry, no, sorry. Uh, 12.8... Uh, this is a, from a couple of years ago. 
okay. looks like 12.8 billion goes to private schools and 40.3 billion goes to uh, uh, public schools. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't the point of a private school that it's not well, yeah, but I, I think well, yeah, it's not government <laughs> funded, but it's 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 not set up by the government. But I, I guess there are loopholes, and I guess there are other sort of grants that can be put forth. Um, yeah, for it, I mean, but it's it, yeah, it's still a little bit okay. So here's so it's th- a little sus to me. Yeah, um, the most most of the actual federal funding goes to private schools. So the federal Oof. government, uh, 2014-15, that's the stats, uh, 63.8 go to private schools and 36.2 go to public schools. And then the state government, it switches around majorly. 91.5% okay. goes to public schools and 85 goes to private schools. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. But then my previous point does, st- I, d- I wanted to be sure about that. But then my previous point about, uh, well, if you allow people to do that, then you are funding uh, a little bit of um, yeah, like it, it, you're funding a little there, bit yeah. of discrimination. Okay, so here's why uh, private schools and specifically Catholic schools uh, get public funding. Uh, the post-war okay. baby boom put a huge strain on both public and Catholic schools. The latter, the latter of which had traditionally educated children from poor families. Um, the Catholic school system was near to collapse, while rest of the private school system survived based on their fees and other private income. Uh, so that's sort of where it came in and the solution was put in place in the 70s to uh provide funding for the catholic sector that's and that it would see a huge flood of students into a government system that was already stressed so that's sort of how they yeah how that i can understand that but yeah i mean too many babies always ruins the party yeah. right is that a saying that should be a saying it sounds like a saying that should be kind it of sounds like it definitely should thrown be. to the vernacular um but now it's yeah but at a time point- i mean if you're taking poor students why not take students of any because that's not how it works any. now uh, unfortunately yeah. but it's it's just weird how that's like I, I kind of was shocked to read those words not offended because i i feel like it's too easy to get offended and outraged i was just shocked that those were words that were kind of put forth you know to be discriminate like to allow discrimination against uh someone with a certain type of sexuality or gender identity. Well, that was, oh, I think I, I I misspoke before, but like why my point was if you allow poor kids in, you know, like they don't have too much to offer you, but like, why not also allow people, other people, you know, like it's not just little rich kids going there, you know, allow people different, different genders, different, uh, gender preferences, different sexualities to go there as well. Yeah. Like that's my thought. Like, if you're not all Catholic anyway, then what's wh- what does it matter? I know, like just let everyone go. <laughs> I think with the I think with the Catholic thing, it's it's also like a um like with the Catholic school sector. I think it's because it is based on a religion, and because that religion has certain aspects of it that aren't exactly um uh, that don't actually sync up to where a lot of this society is going in terms of marriage and and relationships. I can see how uh, that would be a a conflict uh, and a contrast to what that religion practices, because obviously that religion is going to be taught in the school. I mean, I went to a Catholic school and um, or a Christian school, whatever Oof. it was, and you know, th- th- <laughs> whatever it was, yeah, and it was a it was <laughs> a yeah, 
<laughs> and you know, I, I, we had a religion um, class every, you know, every day and got taught things. And the, the good thing was in grade 11 and 12, we actually got taught the history of different religions, which was much more interesting. Whereas like oh, you know, really when cool. you're prime, like, you know, when I was in like grade five to 10, it was more of like a, more of a, I guess a theological kind of examination of, of it, but in a very rudimentary kind of way. And so, Interesting. yeah, it's just at the same time, like, I don't know how you, it just, it feels it, you know, to point out the obvious, it kind of feels dated to, to sort of be looking at having that discrimination there. Uh, yeah. Cause uh, one of the, there was a quote by this guy, Alex Hawke, who's the special minister of state. I don't know what that means. Uh, but he said, I don't think it's controversial. <laughs> I don't think it's controversial in Australia that people expect religious schools to teach the practice of their faith and their religion. Uh, that's the point of a religious school. And in Australia, you have a choice of school and you have the public system, you have the private independent system and, and you have religious and faith-based schools. So yeah, granted you have these options, but, I still, I, you shouldn't turn away somebody, even if, even if, okay, even if their identity, their, um, uh, and their, their sexual orientation is, uh, is in opposition to your religious practices, it's not like they're going to, uh, you know, they're not actually going to be in that religion. Like I didn't have to, like I wasn't the I wasn't a Catholic I was I'm Greek Orthodox and there's a lot like and I'm I guess agnostic at the very least now so I've not I've never been a religious <laughs> I've never been a religious person I feel like I've hmm. got a spiritual side and I'm interested in what might happen beyond this sort of life and what other if there are higher beings out there but not in like a constructed constrained religious sense so what this kind of panel kind of brings forth and what the Christian Catholic sector, like the religious and faith-based sector kind of is sort of missing is that it should really kind of only be one part, one aspect of that schooling life, you know, it, it's not going to take up the entire, your entire life when you're at school. Like it certainly didn't for me. No one's practicing that religion, you know, from nine o'clock to three o'clock every day there. You do everything else. And most kids aren't going to be religious anyway, in a lot of ways. So, you know, like, it'd be interesting to sort of see, like, what the percentage of student, like, what the percentages of students who are actually, who actually consider themselves to be religious at these, at these Catholic schools, at these, at these religious run schools yeah do you know it would be really interesting because i i swear to you if the catholic schools weren't like 98 percent white kids people would be having such a hard time with this they'd be like what do you mean this you know like for example let's just take a muslim school like you probably don't even have them here because i feel like someone would actually die of a brain aneurysm oh no we we do have them uh, we do have um, oh yeah yeah but there but there's I think most of them are like just their the student body is mostly um, people of the Islamic faith. So it's not like they're not there as like, hey, this here's an option for this white guy to come in here and do that as well. Like 
this they're kind of specifically built for like maybe you can go in there if you're not a muslim i mean i'm sure you can but like just imagine if the government made a specific rule for them everyone would be losing their shit so i don't know why everyone also isn't losing well i guess they do kind of they do kind of (laughs) you are losing and i think a lot of people are losing their shit about it um but they do they do have specific rules uh they do have specifically kind of like a lot of um, Muslim schools, like our religious schools, so they would fall under the thing as well. But um, I don't know if they're—I don't know what sort of where the funding comes from for them, and I'm not sure exactly like what uh, what not freedoms, uh, what sort of uh, things they might actually be allowed to do, and and what sort of uh, I guess things that they they can do that like other schools can't do. So yeah, there's. That's a yeah, I don't know. different area as well. Which, this is uh, like a whole, this is a whole thing that we, we've just gone from climate change, which I'm reasonably confident in to something that I have n- almost same no here. idea. Like, I don't know. Because it's like, I'm like, religion, what even is that? So. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fascinated by organized religion and also kind of yeah. uh, disgusted by a lot of things and not in like a again not in an enraged way where it's like i feel like i've been personally attacked um but just the uh the overall sense of the shit that's happened is just fucking insane and um it's not really uh specific to one religion or one uh form of faith either it just it 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 keeps batting around and people from all different faiths do terrible things to each other so that's fantastic that's why climate change might not be such a bad thing it just gets rid oh. of a lot of people so wow yeah we, we went there we went all right there. not not even we that was that was a you that was me that was a you went there thanos was you right just went there along. i oh my god yeah. i went there i can't even i need to all right i'm I'm bringing this. No, I'm bringing this back to a different. Okay, all right. I am. I'm bringing us back to. Uh, this doesn't even help. A good place. I'm bringing us back to my phrase. It's it's oh. a, it's a better place, but uh, it's called scumbag dodo. That's my phrase for you. I'm I'm cutting you off from the sad talk. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. This whole podcast has been you slowly bubbling with rage, and I'm like, welcome to the fam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been doing this every day since I was born. Too woke, can't sleep. Like I'm angrily sweating right now. Like it's just not a good. It's not a great look. <laughs> oh, it is a great look. Yeah. It's it's a great look, ladies. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> Nick is single and into social justice. I have boom. I have I have rage musk happening right now. Ooh. So oh, watch that, out. Okay. That's a, the pheromones that's are a the pheromones are strong. So uh-huh. anyway. So yeah, so maybe don't it? put that one on Tinder. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant you? I should be taking it oh. off. Okay, I'm gonna have to edit my. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to edit my profile. Okay, Yikes. so scumbag, oh. dodo. Scumbag dodo. Okay, so yep. you know what comes to mind, and it's kind what? of a. Um, I think this is a meme. I can't. I don't know what the meme's name is, uh, but it's a meme uh, of like a dodo with like a cigarette in his mouth and like a like a eye like a patch or something like on his face and like maybe like a bandana like a singlet on just with like a look of utter disdain and like i don't give a fuck and i don't care um that's that's what i see and maybe like unshaven beard as well that's what i see how do birds not what 
it's a bird, man. It's extinct as well, so it can All be right. anything at once. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's that's fair. That's what you I've got I can't in my even... I, I like that. You know yeah. what? I was actually thinking of a meme too. Oh, but really? do you remember that meme? <laughs> like the really the very extinct meme as well to go along with yeah. the dodo. Um, of that like dude in a backwards like brown sort of plaid oh, cap. Yes. Yeah. What's like, his name with that again? Giant. I yeah. have no idea. It's like a scumbag roommate or something. Scumbag some. Let's, let's take a look. Scum, uh, scumbag oh, Steve. No, I just. It looks like it. Scumbag That's Steve. That's it. That's it. Scumbag so Steve. Like, like the dodo with his hat on, <laughs> and then just like. <laughs> but like, yeah, like you know, the cigarette and the eye patch and stuff. Like, I'm loving this. Man, that is. Can this be a meme? That could be a mm. meme. You, can you can you generate a meme for the for the I people out there? Now that'll get us some. That'll there. get us some hits. I will try my best tonight. Uh, I like Scumbag Dodo. So, it's Scumbag Dodo. What would Scumbag Dodo do? First of all, like what? What, what are some of the Scumbag things he'd do? Um, what would Scumbag? He's delicious do? and dies. Yeah. Gets gets hunted to extinction. I kind of feel like Scumbag Dodo would be like he'd shit all over things knowing that no one's going to kill him because he's the dodo and he's the last one around so he's gonna he's gonna oh struck he's, he's not gonna return anything of yours like he'll borrow That's things true. and just never take them back it's like what are you gonna do i'm the last of my kind you know like he might sort of he'll squat i think a lot he'll steal your yeah. chips he'll steal the chips from seagulls i think he'll do that he'll definitely do okay, that okay so I thought maybe this dodo had gone extinct, but clearly this is the last one of his kind who is off his hinges because he knows that nothing bad can happen to him. Yeah, until he dies of natural causes. Until climate change takes effect, but yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we're back to the beginning. Oh, God. Everything's (laughs) going to go extinct. Even the things that aren't, even the things that are extinct are going to go extinct again. Because yeah, of, just, that's just how bad of... climate change is going to be. Like, do you know how unlucky you have to be to go extinct twice? Like, well, wouldn't that pretty be pretty unlucky? Way? Yeah. Like, weren't they talking about bringing back a woolly mammoth? And I'm like, what's the point now? <laughs> <laughs> that would just be cruel. <laughs> it, it'll have like two years of a good life, and then all the ice caps will melt, Dead. and they'll be like, "Well, here we are again." Flashbacks, like you'll get, you'll get like you'll get like Vietnam style flashbacks to what happened the last time. Oh god! Like the asteroid, and then this time it's just like a a volcano (laughs) floating, and you're like, "Well, this was a good run." Jurassic Park. You brought me back for this. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I want you to know that I know that a woolly mammoth is not a dinosaur, but like paleontological life fight me yeah (laughs) anyway that's gonna be the beef that you're gonna be in like on twitter or something like swish gets into a beef with like paleontologists (laughs) oh they're gonna be like she sang the jurassic theme park song for a woolly mammoth and i just can't get behind that i'm gonna be like you know what in the last jurassic park movie they had a marine reptile that was prehistoric but decidedly not a dinosaur and yeah they had it in jurassic park so fight me again yeah um also, they had me. clones, I, so they, they had that. Yeah. Not even real dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, if you're really going to flip a table about something, yeah. do it about this. Just kidding. Get out and vote. That's the real issue. <laughs> 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 do 
Just do it, people. My God. And I'm not even American. My God. Yeah. For the love but, of like, God. Sometimes it sounds like it because I, yeah. Yeah, because you somehow influenced me and now I can't not speak like with a tinge of an American accent, which people are now picking up. Oh, my God. So, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Halloween. Um, How about oh, that? also, okay. <laughs> Halloween. So, 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 what were you going to say? Uh, what were you going to say? No, I was going to bring us oh, into Halloween, man. I yes. was going to bring us into this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to scare mostly me, yes, I think. definitely. I don't think you. we're going to really get scared. No. Okay. Well, we're watching three movies. And, yes. you know, Nick, I was thinking it would be really cool if we turned on the podcast before we watched these movies and talked about what Halloween is. Yes. Because I know we talked like half an hour too long about climate change. Yeah. I was going to have this whole but thing. It's so- like, hey, what does Halloween mean to you? It's like no, the world's going to end. So fuck it. <laughs> you you had such a good plan. But I then did. We just went off, like our little cart went off the tracks and started off roading, and it was we it was good. It was great. Went into the marshes. But we're gonna bring it back. Okay. We're gonna bring it back. Please. For Saturday, we're gonna talk about how Halloween started, like all the random stuff. You know, like as we were talking about this religious stuff, yeah. I have like random p- pagan symbols on my screen right yeah, now that yeah. I pulled up. You know, so all this shit's going down. What are we watching again? So we're watching, we are watching uh, <laughs> uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. Cabin yeah. in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, I remember. And 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. That's the other one. Yes. Yeah, cool. that's the one. Got a good, I'm going to write that one down. On the thing you, you didn't have that no down. i i right. do have that down <laughs> i just i'm gonna talk at the top so like i know the ones that we're doing now which is oh yep yeah, yeah. i think yeah what do you think scare you the most um i kind of feel like it'll be rosemary's baby i just hate people mm-hmm. who like i, I hate demonic like oh, I, I, it's not gonna it's not so much scare it'll just really make me unsettled like there'll be like a thing like there's gonna be a sensation like sort of just crawling down my back the whole time watching it yeah. just weird weirder stuff it's just not like I, I like it i just yeah it's just gonna be a little bit it's gonna be off-putting it's like they shouldn't mm. be <laughs> acting like that there's something weird there's something weird going down man I got a bad feeling about this. So I think that will be the one for me. Plus like the 50s and 60s. I think it's 1962 or something. Those like horror movies back then, they have a weird kind of atmosphere about it. Like you you almost feel like part of it's real. You know what I mean? So Mm. yeah, that's sort of... Because I remember watching Psycho and just got so scared. Like I watched it like one in the morning. It was storming. Things happened. Oh man! And I just yeah, it it really, it was an intense film to watch at that stage. And I think that's one of the things as well is that we've got to kind of be in like a zone for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's and your? So, yeah. No, I think we'll have a good zone yeah. as as long as it gets you know as soon as it gets dark, we'll start getting spoopy. Um. <laughs> I'm thinking that Rosemary's Baby is actually going to be my worst one as well because I I just feel like demonic things are a little bit more creepy than like regular zombies or something because like, yeah, okay, 
you're a zombie, but what if I have like a crowbar? You know what? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. are these the fast zombies? Oh, maybe, yes, they are the fast zombies. Oh, well, you know what? But you can I stand still by my point. you can still kind of attack zombies, demonic things. You're yeah. like, I, I don't know how to deal with this. So we- and yeah, we'll see because I I do think that some some of the previous you know like 60s and 70s horror movies have that sort of feeling. Yeah. Is this is this black and white or is this um? Yeah, it's black and white. Obviously, they had color. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but cool. Because yeah. I the black and white ones are a little bit spookier sometimes. Yes. Yes. Just yeah, that's a good point. Like, there's like the the life has been drained from it, and now you kind of have to oh go God. face to face you, with it. You know what else was scary that you just cut out for a second, oh. and I was like, <gasps> but you're you're back, so yeah. it's fine. Oh, okay. Um, I'm still here. D- yeah, yeah, but I it's okay. You're yeah. here. You're here. I I had this giant giganto gas <laughs> and it was a lot. Um So Yeah, so I, I reckon I reckon you're going to be right. I wish I could remember the other like black and white horror movie that I that I saw before, but I'll try and think of it on the day and tell yeah. you what it was cuz that one was really like I wasn't that scared of it and then I went to bed later that night and went Ooh, I am not happy. <laughs> it was so, like a delayed. It was like a delayed reaction to it. Yeah, it like Ooh. squirmed into my brain late at night, and it was like, "But what if?" And I was like, "Oh my god, what if you're right?" Oh god. So that's yeah, the worst. That was when a, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes in later on, like, "Oh god, no, I'm gonna have to deal with it this was now." So bad. It's kind of. It was so bad. Yeah, make sure you make sure you think of it if you can't remember it at some point. Maybe we'll watch I can that describe one. it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Describe oh, it to God. me and see if I can figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. I'll try and look for it. But if I can't, the the next best thing I can do is definitely describe yeah. like everything that happens. Like <laughs> from the uh, very start yeah. to the very end, word for word. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh well, maybe not maybe word not. for okay. word, but you know, close, close, close. Yeah. Right. Um. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's that's what we're doing on saturday and we're gonna get spoopy get spoopy uh patent pending copyrighted as well we'll copyright that one but uh yeah yeah but for sure what we'll do is we'll we'll throw them up like over the that final week of october so people can check them out there because that's when halloween is on and what no way i know right at least we have halloween yeah at least 12 more times. <laughs> Maybe. Please, please just end it here. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to do, man. Oh, no. The longer this you, went you on, the more, the more existential despair just sort of wafted into my zone. Now I'm just, I was yeah. like, I'm kind of confident oh we're all going to be okay. And now it's like, that's it. We're done. End it all. Get spoopy. I don't, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. But yeah. Uh, oh, but you do care. I do. Secretly. I do care. I would like to help out mm. as best I can. But yeah. Go vote, everybody. Right. And, yeah, and go whatnot. vote. Oh, by the way. Um, oh, oh yes. the, the little aside that I wanted, because I think I mentioned it to you on Sunday. It was like, I think like all the shit was happening in the US with the confirmation and Trump doing whatever he was doing. Also, another aside to the aside, it's always weird to hear him talk because I read a lot of sort of like stuff in the news that he says and then like, or like whoever, like whoever uses his tweets for something, 
And so you read the shit and then you listen to him talk and you're like, oh, my God, that's right. Oh, God, it's even worse when he says it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, like, there's no filter there. Like, even at, even with Twitter, that feels like there's a semblance of a filter, just like the phantom filter, because it's like you got to type this shit. But the aside was that whilst that was happening, our prime minister, who I guess some people don't like still, or I don't really know anymore. I've, I don't really follow a lot of Australian politics, is that it. He was at Bathurst 1000 in the country, New South Wales, just looking like a dad. And, you know, oh. so because he was I'm there, like, it's just funny. Like he was there. <laughs> Our prime minister <laughs> was at this country race. Like obviously Bathurst 1000 is a big thing. But just like the fact yeah. that he was there just having a chat with like one of the commentators. There's no bodyguards around him. There's no secret service. Like there's. 40 cars behind him. There's the pit crew. There's the other drivers there. And he's just chatting. No one, like, no one's even looking at him. Like, no one cares. That's the thing. I I know the government's not fantastic in a lot of ways. And I know there's a lot of issues that we have. Like, we just talked about one earlier. But I just found the disparity so, like, pronounced that that's where our leaders were. One guy's, like, enjoying himself at, like, a day at the races. Being like, oh, this is great for country Australia and people are, you know, people from the city and everything are seeing, like, what what country Australia is like and all that sort of stuff. And then you got this other leader who's, like, whatever, doing, I don't even, like, I, yeah. So. That is funny, yeah. though. Dad mode activated. <laughs> Dad mode absolutely activated. Completely and thoroughly activated. Mm. Thoroughly. But that's that's such dad very well. <laughs> it's spoopy. Yeah. I think we're done. Yeah, Are I we? think we're done. Okay. Yeah. See ya. Oh, do you want to know something funny okay. before you go? <laughs> okay. Yep. Come back. I'm, Come back. Here. Right. Do you want Sorry. to know something funny? Yes. I'm looking at Audacity right now. Yeah. Guess what's not recording? Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> so uh Lucky I... get spoopy. <laughs> Man, lucky I pressed record on this thing, cause oh my god, wow, holy crap! (laughs) Hey, hey Nick, hey Nick, hey Nick, (laughs) good spooky. Bye.